Hello and welcome to the DWD podcast, a weekly look at the progress of the voluntary assisted dying law in Victoria. With only a week to go before debate begins on the voluntary assisted dying bill in Parliament, there are plenty of media stories covering the issue from all angles at the moment. Over the last week, a number of personal stories have been told in the media, uh, particularly the experience of having uh, a parent or loved one suffer a bad death, where an assisted dying choice would have been greatly uh, changed the outcome of their death. Those kind of stories are becoming uh, all too common, but they are the major foundation of the current push for uh, voluntary assisted dying law reform. One article in particular that we will point you in the direction of appeared in the Sunday Age last week and featured the story of Dying With Dignity Victoria member Amanda Collins. The story is about her father Robin, who suffered a form of cancer of the blood uh, and committed suicide in the backyard of the family's home. It goes without saying that uh, suicides are obviously confronting, but this story is made particularly frustrating by the fact that Robin felt he had no other choices available to him. In the article, Amanda states that she believes her father would have sought an assisted death if it had been uh, legal at the time, and more importantly, she feels that her father might never had uh, committed suicide if he had the option of an assisted death. Uh, Rather, he might have died in a hospice surrounded by his loved ones, knowing that he could say goodbye at a time of his choosing. As always, we'll include a link to that article in our episode description. And now to our main segment, Harry Gardner featured in one of our campaign videos earlier this year. He's 90 years old and is in the later stages of terminal prostate cancer. Uh, Despite his medical situation, he has been hitting the streets and visiting as many Victorian MPs as he is able to get to, uh, to voice his support for voluntary assisted dying. Uh, He always provides a wonderful insight into the need for assisted dying choices. So we sat down with Harry to see how he has been faring. So you've been quite active in visiting the offices of Victorian MPs. Uh, how many have you visited so far? 49. 49. That's a decent number, I think. We're, we're... I've won more since I last uh, spoke with you. Ah, okay, the number's going up. Um, we've been asking all of our members to contact their MPs, so you've gone above and beyond in that. Uh, that's, that's quite a big number. Um, I think that to... Um get all those who haven't committed themselves, uh, there'd be perhaps another 50-ish, 40 to 50-ish, and uh, more of them will be making up their minds as time goes on. So uh, in a sense, I need to contact less than 50, but I don't know which ones at the moment. (laughs) Your goal has obviously been to visit as many as you can. Yeah, 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 yes. And uh, it just so happens that it's possible to get to the offices of even distant electorates because they all tend to have their office on the Melbourne uh, set edge of of their uh, region or electorate. Uh, What what some of the reactions you've gotten from the MPs? Are they happy to discuss the issue? Oh, yes, of course. Um, in, In this... Uh, age, I've speedily discovered that everything is done very politely and that MPs are just wanting to prove to you that they're on your side. Uh, And having done that, they then, they come up with very uh, amazing things to say, but, um, or they say amazing things to me, but... um, 
In fact, I, because I was, I'm visiting their offices, I'm getting mostly the reaction from their uh, staff at this stage and amongst the MPs themselves, those who phoned me back uh, and um, discussed it with me personally on a 10 or something like that, I haven't, I, I, I can make a list if required, but um, there would be, let's settle for around 10, in other words, roughly 10% of the total, and, uh, you know, very broad figures, and um, then a number of others have authorised their staff to call, uh, perhaps another 5% have authorised their staff to call and acquaint me with an official position. Um, and some of them are very, very, very tactful, like um, Matthew Guy, mm -hmm. uh, the staff member says he's looked at all the end arguments and decided against. <laughs> um, so have you, have you had any bad experiences? I mean, obviously None those... whatsoever. Well, that's really good to hear. At least uh, our politicians are being civil. That's what I say. The whole, whole field is open to um, politeness and calmness. Hmm. Have the MPs relayed any concerns that they have about the legislation Indeed. Too? What's um, on their minds? The, the major one is the slippery slope. Uh, by which I think they mean that it's the thin edge of a wedge and that uh, the uh, requests will come in over the course of time to follow uh, for greater and greater liberalisation. Now, of course, that may happen or it may go the other way. We just simply don't know. Experience for example, from, in, uh, I'm, I'm told... And you can check this out with the authorities. But I read on the Google that um, the, the uh, Swiss, there's a very strong movement to make it a more conservative approach. Uh, I don't know about uh, the others uh, cited over there uh, for uh, being liberal, uh, Netherlands and Belgium. But I certainly read this for uh, Switzerland. And so they might... It could go the other way. You say, yeah, it's a slippery slope, but which way does the slope point? Over in Oregon, where our bill is most closely related to, uh, I think they've gone about 20 years with no changes to their legislation, or very little, if that. It just kind of operates. Um, uh, you, you've told me that you get regular visits from your palliative care nurses. H have you discussed assisted dying with them? Uh, yes, but they avoid the topic under instruction. The palliative care in my area, and probably everywhere, is very much in the hands of uh, Catholic organisations. Uh, in fact, the, the particular one that uh, send their nurses here are, um, is called Eastern Palliative Care, and it was established jointly between St Vincent's and the Knights of Malta, and the ultimate, it would appear, for curing is that people should take a pilgrimage to uh, Lourdes in France and, uh, you know, really put them in the hands of the, the mystics and all the rest of it, all of which I disapprove, of course. But um, 
you really do have to look at what's behind all of these. Should I be accepting it? I don't think I should. But they've got the money from the government. And they wouldn't, without it, I pay, um, uh, oh, very significant rates for nurses to come. And I'm still considering that. Mm, okay. Um, have you discussed your plans with family or friends, or e even, I suppose, palliative care nurses in the case that assisted dying is legalised? Yeah, yeah, I've discussed it widely, and uh, it, one could say that some people think I'm a little tiresome on the topic. <laughs> um, no, it's, ha having uh, done the work that you have to talk with the MPs, I think you're definitely uh, an, an expert on the, the, the current topic of assisted dying in Victoria. You should uh, definitely... Be proud of that. Finally, you mentioned to me uh, that after the leader newspaper article were, that came out that you were in, uh, you were getting recognised on the street. Is and that still am. Still Months later. Wow. At the airport. <laughs> wow. Someone comes up and I said, I saw you. And said, I saw you. What, what are their reactions? It's obviously positive. Oh, well, the ones who speak to me are only supportive. Yeah, okay. That's months later. Yeah. But they remembered my face. That's good. I'm sure they remembered the message as well. Hopefully, well, I hope so. Just <laughs> that was Harry Gardner, Dying with Dignity Victoria member and advocate for voluntary assisted dying. We can't express how proud we are of Harry's efforts to discuss the issue with MPs, and we certainly hope that the MPs and staff members that he has met with have gained a lot of perspective from meeting with him. Uh, Harry, obviously uh, eligible uh, or fits the eligibility criteria as laid out by the Victorian government's proposed voluntary assisted dying law. He's very representative of the people who will be accessing an assisted death should this be made legal. I think a lot of people support Harry, uh, so we cannot think. thank him enough for giving us a bit of time to have a chat with him. Finally, before we wrap up this episode, uh, for anyone on Twitter, we're running a Twitter forum this Friday, October the 13th, uh, where we will release a number of questions that members of the public and representatives from the healthcare, legal and advocacy sector can answer and discuss. There'll be a link in the episode description, uh, but you can also find more information at dwdv.org.au. That's all for this episode. Join us next week when we speak to Julian Gardner, uh, who was a member of the Ministerial Advisory Panel the, that laid out the model for the government's legislation. Uh, Julian has an extensive body of experience in the legal sector, so we're really looking forward to speaking with him. Until next time, bye for now. Bye.